You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I am joined by Wendy of Wendy Verway Consulting. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? You did. You're one of the few that gets it right the first oh time. My gosh, I job. feel like I should get a prize. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those last names, too, that no one can ever pronounce properly. So, yeah. Okay. I feel good today. Today's going to be a good day. Well, welcome in, Wendy, to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, thanks for having me, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. So like I said, my name is Wendy Verway. I'm in Alberta, Canada. And about five years ago, I had what I call my country song year where my husband left. So I was suddenly a single mom. My dad died. Then my father-in-law died. Then my dog died. Like it was truly a country song. (laughs) Everything (laughs) happened kind of all at once. And it just made me rethink everything that I was doing. I wasn't truly living. I was just kind of existing and going through all of that in a really short span of time, kind of lost everybody within a year. And I was working full time and I was stressed out all the time. And, you know, just this weight of responsibility was on my shoulders constantly by myself, (laughs) having to manage all this stuff. And I decided that's not the life that I wanted anymore. And I wanted, I decided what I wanted, which was peace and calm and simple (laughs) so that I would have more time and energy to do the things that I actually loved instead of just trying to keep up with the to-do list all the time. And so I, I did that. I kind of went on a mission and simplified my money, uh, figured out you know, how much do I actually need? What do I actually want? (laughs) All of those sorts of things. And within a couple of years was able to retire from my corporate job because I had simplified everything. And now I get to teach other people how to do that. It wasn't, it didn't start out as I planned to retire and it didn't start out as I planned to teach other people. Uh, I just really wanted to simplify my own life. And then A side effect of that, I suppose, was, well, I got to retire. So that was pretty cool. I get to choose now what I like to do and what I want to do with my time. And I had a lot of friends and and other former coworkers and and people coming up to me asking, like, how, what are you doing? Like, how do you do that? So I thought, well, I might as well teach them. So exactly showing other people the way. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's incredible because life is crazy. How often are we just, we're going through the motions that we need to just stop and simplify things. And I, I just think that you're such an inspiration because just being able to identify that we are caught up in the day-to-day and that it doesn't have to be that way. So what are some questions that you found have been helpful 
to help start to simplify your life, simplify those finances? Where do we even begin? Oh my gosh. So I just finished a seven day challenge on exactly this. It's just called the simple life challenge. And the very first day I I gave everybody a task and it was going to take no more than five minutes and cost $0 to actually achieve the task because we are all busy. (laughs) We don't want to task. Yes. I love it. And so the very first day, the first task was about to notice the joy, just notice the joy. Because when I was in that spot where just everything was coming at me all of the time, I thought, you know, I don't have enough joy in my life. I'm going to start creating some joy. And so then I would add it to my list of things to do to create joy. (laughs) And it just felt like another burden. So I'm like, that's crazy. I need to stop doing that. And instead I'm just going to notice, notice the joy, notice the simple things. And that could be as simple as taking a big, deep breath or, you know, drinking a cold glass of water and feeling that tickle go down your throat and just taking that pause to enjoy a little moment made me realize anything. A lot of people in my challenge made them all realize, oh, we actually have a lot of things to be joyful about. We just need to pause and remember them. Well, sure. Because our mind's constantly in that reactive mode, just bouncing from thing to thing to thing. And then we're constantly being bombarded by these new things. You know, how often do you see, okay, you need a morning routine, this, that, and the other. Well, and then by the time I write down everything I wanted to include in my morning routine, I'm like, I need a whole day to get this morning routine in. I love that. Notice the joy. Because yeah, the joy is in the simple things. It's in the the day-to-day things that we do. There is so much joy. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the first one. And then really, once you start to notice those things in your life, you can kind of not even label, but think of like the big outcomes that you're looking for in your life, right? I mean, you can say, I want a million dollars. Okay, so, but is it the number or do you want a rich life? And what Mm -hmm. is the definition of that for you? Because that's different for each person. You know, a million dollars might buy you some some fancy things, (laughs) but are you going to be happy? because you have those fancy things to impress people that you don't actually like, <laughs> that, you know, you don't get so to true. use because you're spending so much time working to earn the million dollars. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So keeping kind of that overall outcome in mind really, really, really helps. And he said, for me, it was simplicity. I just, I want, I want to enjoy the simple things in life, you know, without needing to impress anybody or have a title that's impressive because that's that's not what people are going to remember. I want my kids to grow up knowing that they were loved, that we've connected, that you know, really my overall outcome is when I'm really old, I want my kids to want to come and take care of me because they love me, not because they feel obligated. So yes. it's like what are the yes. things I can do today to make that an outcome? Yeah. Right? So it's it and the, and it takes away the to-do list of all exactly. of those things. So instead of, you know, well, I have to uh pack the lunches and drive them here and make sure that they've got this and this and this and this. It's well, did I connect with my kids today? Did I really see them? You know, did they feel loved today? Yeah. And you can't write that stuff on a to-do list. No, you can't. And unless you have the awareness and make the time for it, 
that can slip right through the cracks because you're so busy jumping from thing to thing to thing, trying to check those items off your to-do list. And you're so busy that you forget. Yeah, absolutely. So, and then it comes back to, you know, how do you spend your time? How do you spend your money? And are those things aligning with what you truly want in your life? So I talk about when, when I first started looking at my money and wanting to simplify my life, I'm like, okay, I have a good job, but can I sustain myself? (laughs) What if something happened to that job and I'm the only one, you know, single mom, single income, all of that kind of thing. What can I do to sort of make myself (laughs) anti-fragile? Yeah. So I really just started looking at how was I spending my money? And, you know, cause I knew how much I was bringing in my paycheck was regular and all of that kind of thing. But then when I really looked at how to spend her, how I was spending my money, it came down to you. I needed to start tracking something because I didn't know I, you know, I hate the word budget budget sounds like diet and it's very temporary. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Absolutely. It does. Right. <laughs> so I don't recommend a budget, but if you start tracking then you can make some decisions on what you want to do more of and what you want to do less of. Right. So um, I just went to the dollar store. I mean, there are so many apps out there that you can, you can use. I find them too complicated. Mm -hmm. They drive me crazy because you have to take the time to set them up and link your bank accounts and all of that kind of stuff. And for me, that's, it's not worth it. So I just went to the dollar store and got a little notebook and started writing down every penny that I spent and every penny that came into my life. And by doing that, I could look at kind of what were the trends? What were the categories? Where was I spending my money? And that also translated to how was I spending my time, right? So mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. When I looked at um, what I was spending on food, for example, I ended up coming up with five different categories for food. And it sounds complicated, but I promise it's not. <laughs> so the first category was groceries right? How much did I spend a month on groceries? And the second one, so, you know, so food that I bought at the grocery store to prepare at home, which is usually going to be your cheapest. Um, oh, definitely. Option. Definitely. Yeah. Then I would track dinners out. So if I was going out with some friends or whatever, like a sit down restaurant for me, that was more of a social occasion, mm-hmm. but it was still a meal that I could have prepared at home, but chose not to. Sure. There's nothing wrong with it. You're not making a judgment call when you're tracking. You're just writing it down just to see what, what is the overall. Yeah. Um, the third one was uh, takeout food. So as a busy working mom, you know, at the end of the day, you're exhausted. You don't feel like cooking You're you're out and about with the kids and you know, you just, you're on the go. So grab McDonald's, grab whatever takeout food. So I just wanted to see how much am I spending on those things? Uh, fourth one was around, uh, lunch at school and at work. So if I was, you know, instead of packing a lunch, I went out and bought lunch during the day, occasionally, whatever. I just wanted to have an idea of how much that cost. And then the last one was convenience. So Starbucks, uh, vending machines, convenience stores, you know, the chocolate bar, whatever, (laughs) all of those sorts of things. So it sounds complicated, but Once you start seeing how much you're spending in each of those areas, you can start to make some decisions because what I found I was spending, say I was spending $600 a month on groceries and I was spending another $400 a month on takeout food, but I ended up throwing out half of the groceries because I didn't use them before they went bad because I was eating the takeout food. Right. 
And then when I started to think of what do I actually want in my life? Well, I wanted to be healthy. I wanted, you know, to have energy to keep up with my kids and my schedule and everything else. And I'm like, well, this is not aligning. Yeah. So I can make some decisions so I can, you know, the next month, maybe I'll cut down on the amount of takeout food, but maybe I'll also change what kind of groceries I'm buying so that they're more convenient. You know, I'll get the rotisserie chicken that's pre-cooked. I'll get the, you know, the baby carrots that are already <laughs> peeled and cut, all of that kind of stuff to save myself some time, but also stick to what I, what I want out of my life overall. Oh my right? gosh. Yes. Everything you just said makes so much sense. And I love how you touched upon too, just not judging it, just taking that objective step back and building that awareness. I mean, in order to change anything, you have to first get that awareness. I remember when we were first married, my husband and I were really trying hard to pay off student loans, pay off, you know, everything under the sun, our cars. And, and it's those little things. It's those little purchases here and there that add up because I'm like, I don't feel like we're going out to eat very much, but it was all right. Well, going out to buy my lunch instead of packing my lunch, it was, those trips to Starbucks, those trips to the coffee shops, it adds up fast. And just that awareness, it's not like you're having to, you know, really hunker down and strap down. No, you can still have those experiences, but being aware, being more mindful of where that money is going. Yeah. That right there makes things so much more simple. Exactly. Just being intentional with your spending and with your time right? So um, there's a great book that I read years ago called Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin. And in it, she's got these three questions to change your life when it comes to spending. So I really took a lot of her teachings to heart. And that's where, you know, I started tracking things. And then when I looked at the end of each month to see, you know, what was I spending in each of these areas, then she's got these three questions that you can ask yourself to be able to make decisions going forward right? Or you can even do it as you're, as you're thinking about buying a thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the, the first question is, did I receive fulfillment, satisfaction, and value in proportion to the money I've spent? Right. So kind of, is it worth it? Is it worth yeah. the dollars that I'm yeah. about to spend? Right. Um, the second one is, is this expenditure aligned with my values and life purpose? So is this what I actually want in my life? Right. And then the third one was really the kicker for me because I wasn't happy in my corporate job anymore. I just, I knew that there was so much more than politics and red tape and drama and all of those things that go along with corporate. So the third question was, how might this expenditure change if I didn't have to work for a living? Mm, and that that's powerful. Huge. Yeah. It was huge. And I was able to make some big changes based on those things. I mean, when I first got divorced, we were living in this acreage property and it was a beautiful home. You know, I think it was two and a half acres, something like that. And, you know, we had the big yard and the big shop and all of the things we're just, just not far out of town. Um, but I was so done <laughs> with that property. It was supposed to be our dream home. And it, every time I came home, it was just a nightmare because it was this big house that I had to spend time and energy to clean and to maintain and, you know, I'd come home on the weekend or on the weekends, I'd be like, oh, I've got to cut the stupid grass again. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it was just 
yeah, it was all of these things that didn't fill me up anymore. It was just more work. And so finally I decided that's it. I'm done. And I packed up only the things that I loved. I did a full Marie Kondo of mm-hmm. my life <laughs> and packed up only the things that I loved and that I used all the time. And I rented a little duplex in town and people were saying, you're crazy. Like, what do you do? You're a homeowner. You're going backwards. I'm like, are you kidding me? I know exactly what my rent is every month. Mm-hmm. If the dishwasher breaks, my landlord will fix it. I don't have to pay property taxes. Now I can walk to work. My kids can take the school bus to school, which means I don't need before and after school care. Uh, I don't have the extra vehicle and parking costs and things because I'm walking to work. And so by doing those simple things, by changing kind of everything. And I don't recommend that everybody has to do this all at once. Um, But by changing those things, I freed up a ton of time and a ton of money. And then I was able to figure out, okay, what can I do with this money to make it work for me? And that's when I learned investing in the stock market and, you know, investing in real estate and some different avenues there. But that was how I could free up some money by living well beneath my means. (laughs) And then doing something with the excess. Right. Well, you took control of your spending. Yeah. You took back that power because it's like, like you've alluded to, it's not necessarily how much is coming in. It's how no. are you spending that? It's what are those habits that you're in that you feel like you're stuck. But once you take that step back and kind of identify, all right, wait a minute, if I'm living in town, I can do X, Y, and Z. I no longer have to be confined to the hours of daycare spending. I mean, that's expensive right there. Holy cow. (laughs) It's absolutely insane. And then too, just, I love how you touched upon not buying things to impress others. We're living this life for ourselves. And how often is it? All right. You know what? I need a new car because all the moms are driving this minivan and to be a cool mom, you know, that's what I need. That's the dream life. But is it, is there anything wrong with the the vehicle that you have now? You know, what, what is the purpose when you start to dive into why am I making this purchase? What is yes. this? And if you, if it's because you really want that minivan, okay, that's wonderful. You do Absolutely. you. <laughs> I talk about this all the time. Again, like not judging your purchases, but just thinking right. about them. So, right. I mean, I'm not anti-Starbucks. Right. Oh, absolutely. Not at all. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I will pay the $8 for a pumpkin spice, spice latte every once in a while, but I'm doing it intentionally. I'm not yeah. doing it as a habit. I'm doing it because I'm going to meet a friend and I'm going to use their Wi-Fi for a couple of hours <laughs> and use their bathroom. So that $8 is worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Right. You're being versus, you know, just going in because everybody's doing it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's where the true change comes in is knowing, yes. becoming aware, and then being intentional about it. It's really yeah. simple. Well, like you've said, it's so simple. It's so simple. And even what you touched upon with, um, you know, understanding kind of where you have control over yeah. your money. I have a calculator that's on my website. I'll share the link. Um, and it's called the true hourly wage calculator. And it basically looks at what does your job cost you to have it? Yeah. We never (laughs) really think about it from that perspective, but yes, 
dive into this. Exactly. So I'll give you an example. So say in my corporate job, I was making $50 an hour. It sounds like, you know, you'd be pretty far in life. That's 2000 hours a year. You're making a hundred thousand dollars. That, that sounds like you should be doing well. Yeah. Right. But then when you start looking at all of the inputs into that job, your time for commuting, your time for getting ready, your time for uh, thinking about the job and scheduling meetings and preparing all of your meals so that you've, you're ready to go to work, all of those things. And then add on top of that, all of the money that you spend to have the right wardrobe to show up at the job and the right makeup and the, the car and all of the things that, you know, when you can kind of look at, again, that question, how might this expense change if I didn't have to work? When you can look at all of the things that you're spending in order to have that job, that $50 an hour job might make $10 an hour. Yeah. Right. And you can't unsee that number. So I apologize if you <laughs> download the true hourly wage calculator and you do this for yourself. I'm sorry if you can't unsee it, but it's great information to have because right. there's so many options. Then you can give yourself a raise by yeah. stopping spending on certain things, right. That you don't actually need. Um, you're giving yourself a raise without asking your boss. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You're freeing up some of that money for yourself. Um, you can compare apples to apples, right? If you get another opportunity, um, you know, maybe within the same company, you're getting this management position or a new title or something. And it's, that's awesome. But how much of your personal time is that going to take? Because you're managing all of these extra things outside of your original job, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, there are, oh, there's so many ways to use your true value wage. And also with your spending, because when you look at what you're spending your money on, if you can compute that, okay, I actually make $10 an hour in my regular job based on what I'm doing right now, is that $8 pumpkin spice latte worth it? Because that's almost an hour of my life right. that I have to spend at a job that I may or may not love in order to pay for that purchase. Right. So it really, it's kind of a, oh, it's crazy. Once <laughs> you start thinking of those kinds of things, but it's a simple way to start making better decisions that really align with what you want in your life. Yes. And that awareness is everything. Absolutely everything. So Wendy, such great information you shared with us today. Where can we find you? Where can we find that wonderful calculator? Oh, so just go to www.wendyverway.com and the calculator is there. I've also got a simple life challenge. Uh, you can do it through email. Again, it's five minutes a day, no more than five minutes a day and $0 for each of these tasks. And I'll give you uh, a different task every day for seven days to really look at what are you doing and what do you want? <laughs> Perfect for busy moms. And are you on social? Absolutely. Yep. I'm on Facebook at Wendy Verway and at I am Wendy Verway on Instagram. Awesome information. Thank you, Wendy, so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with our community today. Oh, thank you, Amy. This was so much fun. Absolutely. Well, until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 